Hi, guys. Welcome. How are we doing? I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. We have a great topic to talk about today. I don't know if you can hear in the background. You might hear corks popping and cheering, a little angel singing. It's because Dr. Anthony Fauci is gonzo. Yes, finally, the dude is quitting. How many years too late is this? He should have been fired probably the day after Trump did his first COVID response task force, whatever he called it, press conference. Dr. Fauci has stuck around far too long, but he announced today that he would be leaving the Biden administration in December of this year, December of 2022, which is funny because just a couple months ago, he said, well, I will definitely be leaving by January of 2025, by the end of the Biden administration. He's recalculated. Now he will be leaving in December of 2022. What we're going to talk about today is why did he make this recalculation? Why is he leaving in December of 2022? Um, also, I want to talk about the very pertinent, very interesting question of should Fauci be in prison? Obviously, he's mis mismanaged this pandemic. Obviously, he's corrupt, but does it warrant prosecution, conviction, and incarceration? We're also going to talk about how we prevent another Fauci from happening. It's fine to play whack-a-mole with these corrupt bureaucrats in the deep state, but how do we actually prevent this from happening again once we have gotten rid of Fauci? We're going to dig into that. Also, 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 Brian Stelter is gone. So of course, we're going to talk about that. Let's get into it. Also, guys, we have a new sponsor for the show that I'm really excited to introduce to you today. You've all been such incredible patrons of the other sponsors that I'm excited to introduce you to Upside. Upside is because inflation is hitting us all where it really hurts, from cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant. It really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for your phone for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out, which obviously means all of us. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. It's a super easy app to use. I like it. I know you will like it too. It really works. With the cash back I earn, I can buy Lady Baby just a little something extra and maybe a little something extra for myself too. Here's how it works. To get, start, to get started, you download the Upside app. It's a free app. You use my promo code. It's Liz5 and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, you claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Here's how it works. You check in at the business, you pay as usual with a credit or a debit card, and then you get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Download, download the free Upside app and use my promo code Liz5 to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code Liz5. Dr. Fauci is leaving. This is like an incredible trifecta if you think about it. Last week, we got rid of Liz Cheney. Then we got rid of Brian Stelter over the weekend and now Dr. Fauci. This is like a home run, getting rid of swamp creatures. Before we even talk about Dr. Fauci, um, I don't know if you guys saw this or not. This slayed me. The clip of Brian Stelter's last show that aired this past Sunday. Uh, poor little tater. He, he almost cried. <laughs> America needs CNN to be strong. I believe the free world needs CNN to be strong, and it will continue to be, because all of us are going to help make that happen. The free world 
needs a reliable source. So, for <laughs> reliable sources, for the last time, I'm Brian Stelter. Thanks for being with us. The free world needs CNN. The American people need CNN. He's so calculated. Did you see that? It's, he's such a bad actor. He like looks off the camera and then he's like, the free world needs a reliable source. Yes, Brian, and that's why you've been fired. Because you are the opposite of a reliable source. You are a crying, lying hack. Brian Selter, remember, was the one who said that Michael Avenatti was a realistic candidate for president. Michael Avenatti, a realistic candidate for president from his prison cell. Maybe Stelter wants to just revisit that and issue a correction. Brian Stelter has always been just obsessed, like clinically obsessed with Fox News, clinically obsessed with Tucker Carlson. He propagated Russiagate. He propagated Ukraine. He's called Trump supporters and Donald Trump himself all kinds of horrible, horrible names. Brian Stelter is maybe one of the three people at CNN who has damaged the reputation that CNN used to enjoy. And the three people are Chris Cuomo, who, yes, he's been fired. Jim Acosta, who maybe single-handedly has done more than anyone else besides Zucker, but he's gone as well to destroy CNN's reputation and Brian Stelter. And I mean, this is a pool of a lot of people. I'm not even counting Jeffrey Tubin, who, by the way, also got canned this week. Brian Stelter's last show, The Free World Needs CNN. I feel like that's going to be the tagline. Uh, that's going to be the tagline of this episode, but that should be the name of his probably upcoming, upcoming web show is The Free World Needs a Reliable Source. Okay. I just can't help it. I have to enjoy this when when we do actually have a victory, especially against a mainstream media hack as powerful, as influential, and as dishonest as Brian Stelter. Yes, take a minute, enjoy it, do that victory lap. And now let's do another one. Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci made a statement saying that he was going to quit. This is the statement of an absolute narcissist. I read this statement and <laughs> Let's read it together, shall we? Because I suffered through it, so I think you should too. Statement by Anthony S. Fauci, MD. This is on the NIAID website of the NIH. He says, as of August 22nd, 2022, he says, I am announcing today that I will be stepping down from the positions of Director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIAID, and Chief of the NIAID Laboratory of Immunoregulation, as well as the position of Chief Medical Officer or Advisor to President Joe Biden. I will be leaving these positions in December of this year to pursue the next chapter of my career. By the way, put a pin on that phrase, the next chapter of my career. We'll circle back to that in a moment. Fauci says, it has been the honor of a lifetime to have led the NIAID, an extraordinary institution for so many years and through so many scientific and public health challenges. I'm very proud of our many accomplishments. I have worked with and learned from countless talented and dedicated people in my own laboratory at NIAID, at NIH and beyond. To them, I express my abiding respect and gratitude. Over the past 38 years as NIAID director, I love, by the way, this this type of statement. I love when they get into what they're the proudest of or what they were the most privileged to be a part of, because this really shows you how this person views their own legacy or how they, more importantly, how they want you to view their own legacy. And this is what 
This is what Fauci wants us to think of him. He says, I have had the enormous privilege of serving under and advising seven presidents of the United States, beginning with President Ronald Reagan, on newly emerging and re-emerging infectious disease threats, including HIV AIDS, West Nile virus, the anthrax attacks, pandemic influenza, various bird influenza threats, Ebola and Zika, among others. And of course, most recently, the COVID-19 pandemic. I am particularly proud to have served as the chief medical advisor to President Joe Biden since the very first day of his administration. Okay. We know he's a leftist. We know he's a hack. But each and every one of the things he listed, HIV, AIDS, Dr. Fauci botched that up. Dr. Fauci told the American people during the HIV, AIDS crisis that every American was at equal risk of contracting HIV, AIDS. He did the same thing during the HIV crisis that he did during COVID and that he's now trying to do with monkeypox. No, you are not of equal risk. Everyone is not of equal risk of getting AIDS. You are of equal you are you are at high risk of getting HIV AIDS if you use drugs, if you are an intravenous drug user, if you share needles basically, or if you are promiscuous sexually, especially gay men having sex with other gay men. The risk is not the same for for me as it is for someone who attends a gay orgy or someone who is a drug user on the streets of San Francisco. It's not an equal risk. But Dr. Fauci perpetuated that narrative back during that crisis. West Nile virus, the anthrax attacks, pandemic influenza. Let's start with West Nile. So West Nile virus, we were told, would sweep the country. We were told it was this terrible disease that would kill us all. It did not. We didn't have a vaccine against that. There was nothing the public health establishment did to stop that. It simply wasn't what they predicted that it would be. It wasn't what they were trying. The fear that they were trying to instill in us was not accurate. The pandemic influenza. The flu vaccine, I felt this way about the flu vaccine long before COVID. The flu vaccine is a joke. The flu vaccine sometimes has like 10, 12, 20% efficacy against certain strains of influenza. They never know what strain of influenza is going to circulate in our country. The flu vaccine simply doesn't work. And it has side effects too. Not as serious as the experimental mRNA vaccine side effects, but the flu vaccine is one of the biggest frauds, one of the most useless medical procedures that people are pressured into that profit big pharma that exists in our country today. Oh, but Dr. Fauci, surprise, surprise, he had his thumb in that. He had his finger stirring in that pot. Of course he did. The bird flu, the bird flu, by the way, the bird flu was predicted by the public health establishment to be this enormous, this ginormous global pandemic. The bird flu is going to sweep the globe, we were told, because birds fly around the world. No one's going to, no one's going to be immune to this. We're not going to survive this. The same people who modeled COVID, I'm talking about Neil Ferguson at, in, in the British guy, you remember him, the guy who predicted that just 3 million Americans were going to die within the first three months of COVID. The guy from Imperial College, London, that guy was the same guy that modeled the bird flu that told us that it was going to be this global pandemic that nobody was going to survive. Of course, it wasn't a global pandemic and we survived. Ebola and Zika, same thing. These were not global pandemics and Dr. Fauci was not responsible for them not being global pandemics, but that's what he's proud of because he has a pattern. He has a template. He has a playbook and he uses this over and over and over and he has. That's his legacy. He wants you to think that he's some kind of savior of the world who came in and solved all these viruses. He is the science, remember? But no, what he's proudest of is working for Joe Biden. But then here's where he goes back to his, the future of his career. Isn't this guy like 80? Didn't he just turn 80 or something? 
He goes, while I am moving on from my current positions, I am not retiring. After more than 50 years of government service, I plan to pursue the next phase of my career while I still have so much energy and passion for my field. I want to use what I have learned as NIA ID director to continue to advance science and public health and to inspire and mentor the next generation of scientific, scientific leaders as they help prepare the world to face future infectious disease threats. <laughs> you know what this means, right? Cha-ching! Fauci's going to cash out. This is my prediction of what Fauci's going to do next. He's going to write a book. He's going to get a CNN contributorship because <laughs> CNN's hiring right now that Brian Stelter and Jeffrey Dubin have been canned. He's going to get Hollywood cameos in big movies as the science. Only interest probably. He'll probably say, well, yes, I didn't want to be a celebrity. I didn't want to be a star, but me being in those movies help young women enter STEM. It's going to be some warped reason where he feels like he's doing a public service by being famous, by getting all the praise and adulation. The hallmark of a narcissist. Maybe a Netflix biography. We could probably expect that in a year or two. And of course, wait for it, a big cushy big pharma job. There's no doubt in my mind that this guy is going to cash out. He's absolutely going to cash out. After 54 years in the federal government, he has the highest salary of anyone in the deep state. He has a higher salary than the president of the United States. But this guy was behind. He was, he and he, Fauci and Burks are on the level of Mark Elias when we're talking about danger to our country and harm that has been inflicted on our country. The, Fauci is one of the most responsible people for the quasi martial law that we've experienced in the name of COVID. His corruption, the corruption that Fauci has practiced over his 54 years, it's actually a problem that Congress can fix. So how it works is, how, how, how his corruption scheme works, how he profits, isn't just profiting in money. He's profited in power. So there was an investigation by an organization called Open the Books that found that Big Pharma, again, Big Pharma, have paid Fauci and Francis Collins, who was the NIH director and other medical officials, other senior medical officials in their orb, $134 million in legal royalty payments. So this seems like a conflict of interest, right? If you're a public health official and you are stating what ought to be done and what medicines ought to be given for certain diseases, and you are also in the pocket of big pharma, that's obviously a conflict of interest. We know that. That's, that's long been known about Dr. Fauci. But Dr. Fauci, of course, is the one that controls all of the money that is used to research drugs that big pharma then profits from. This is, this is the essence of his corruption. Since 1984, when Fauci became the NIA ID director, he has been the one that decides whether it's a laboratory at XYZ College or whether it is a drug, an independent drug scientist, that these, these people who are conducting laboratory experiments and research in order to create drugs that will ostensibly address illnesses and diseases that we suffer from, he's been the one that's doled out that money. So what happens if you're reliant on someone else for money? We don't criticize them. You don't dissent from what they think. You do the opposite. Generally, people suck up to them. They make sure they're, they're yes men. If you rely on someone for money, do you think that one of these scientists whose entire laboratory is funded by an NIH grant that Dr. Fauci gave them, is he going to criticize Dr. Fauci? No. Of course he's not. Why? Because if so, then Dr. Fauci is not going to give him the grant the next year. This is, this is the private sector. This is the public sector. Almost every little bit of medical research that happens in our nation, every significant bit of medical research 
Fauci has controlled the purse strings over whether or not that happened. This is why I say he's going to cash out now, but this is not just this has not just been about money for Dr. Fauci. This is also about power. This guy is a creep. He's he's a narcissist. He could have worked for Big Pharma 25 years ago. He could have held those purse strings for five years or 10 years and then gotten a cushy job at Big Pharma making 10 times as much as his government salary. But he didn't. He chose instead to control this entire medical, scientific, university research pharma industry in this big bed of collusion. And so now who doesn't Fauci have on the hook? He could make money from literally anyone. But watch him, he's going to cash out. Also, the reason he decided to quit in December versus in January of 2025 is very obvious. It's because the Republicans are going to sweep the House. They're going to sweep the Senate. They're going, that's in November. They're going to take, they're going to take office in January and Fauci doesn't want to be investigated. Now, this isn't going to stop Republicans from investigating and nor should it, but it will give Fauci this semblance of plausible deniability because they'll say, oh, you're asking me about XYZ, but I don't have access to that information anymore. I just don't know. I'm not part of that anymore. I now work in the private sector. I don't have all the data at my fingertips. I can't even log on to my old work email. He's going to try to hide. But fortunately, at least Senator Rand Paul, who, thank goodness, Fauci was so rude to Rand Paul and lied, committed perjury in the Senate when Rand Paul was questioning him. Rand Paul said, oh, I'm not going anywhere and you aren't either. We are going to investigate. But the funny thing is, is the way that liberals have responded to Fauci quitting is so delusional. It's almost comical. Before we talk about that, I want to talk with you about Cozy Earth. I love Cozy Earth because it has been so hot lately that I've had trouble sleeping. I know I'm not alone in this. So let me ask you, how did you sleep last night? If you answered this question, not so great or eh, just okay, or please don't ask me that question. Well, you're not alone either. One out of every three Americans report being sleep deprived and your sheets could be part of the problem. That's why I like cozy earth sheets. The wrong sheets can trap body heat, leaving you boiling one minute and then freezing the next. The solution is cozy earth sheets. They are the softest, most luxurious and best temperature regulating sheets on the planet. It's like sleeping on a cloud, which makes sense because they're made from bamboo, which allows cozy earth sheets to breathe so that you sleep at the perfect temperature all year round. Cozy Earth even offers a 100-night sleep trial, which means you have it up to 100 nights to sleep on it, wash it, and try it out. By the way, I've now had my sheets. They sent me sheets, of course, so that I could decide whether I like them or not. I've now had them more than 100 nights, and I didn't send them back because I like them. If you are not completely, completely loved, you can just send it back for a full refund. Our audience can now save 35% on Cozy Earth bamboo bedding. That's 35%. Just go to CozyEarth.com slash Liz35. You have to hurry. The offer ends soon. That's CozyEarth.com slash L-I-Z-3-5. CozyEarth.com slash Liz-35. Okay, the liberal responses to Fauci quitting are, oh goodness, delusional. Like delusional even for the Democrats. I always assume that Democrats are operating under a veil of delusion, but this is maybe worse than usual. A CNN reporter named Abby Phillip said this, Fauci is a giant in the world of public health, trusted by presidents of both parties for decades. But COVID-19 put him at the center of a highly politicized pandemic and exposed him and his family to violent threats. He leaves the government after 50 plus years of service. Oh, poor, poor Fauci. He's the victim in this whole thing. He's working a job that pays him more than the president of the United States for over half a century. He's committed this corruption highly political. People don't love him. Ugh. 
This is CNN in a nutshell. This is why even with firing of Brian Stelter, they have a long way to go. They have a lot of work to do. This is not going to be a reputation restored by canning one one lunatic that hosts a one-hour show on one day of the week, Abby Phillip. Expose him to his family to violent threats. Now, if, if he was threatened violently, that's bad. That's not good. But it's funny, CNN doesn't care about the pro-life pregnancy centers who are being firebombed and vandalized and their workers threatened with physical harm. No, no, they don't care about that. They just care about Dr. Fauci quitting. Then we have Ronald Klain, the White House chief of staff. He goes, I cannot think of a public servant who has done as much to save as many lives for as long a period as Dr. Tony Fauci. And he is a gem of a person. It's just like gags me. It's so, such a suck up. But why? Like, why are you sucking up at this point? Oh, why? Because Dr. Fauci helped you achieve your political agenda. Dr. Fauci's legacy, he wants us to think his legacy is this like savior, this virus fighting, infectious disease fighting savior. But truthfully, he, his entire history, his entire legacy is being, is, is being wrong. That's even putting his corruption aside for a second. It's just being wrong. I can't think of I can't think of anything that he's been right about. He wasn't right about AIDS. He wasn't right about COVID. He wasn't right about monkeypox. He wasn't right about modeling how accurate or not it is and whether it should be relied on these models that predict how an infectious disease will spread and how many people will contract it and who will die and who's vulnerable to it. He wasn't correct about the infection fatality rate of COVID even even after we got data from that Carnival cruise ship that showed us what the infection fatality rate. Fauci is just wrong. He's actually very bad at his job. He's not, he's not just evil and corrupt. He's actually wrong. Um, remember, what Fauci got wrong here becomes this hybrid of him wanting to make money, him wanting to exert his power, and him being not very good at his job and not very smart, and perhaps being like a paranoid germaphobe. Did that ever occur to us that this guy is completely deluded by his own fear? He's still telling people to wear masks. Maybe he's just completely out of his mind crazy with fear. He rejected the lab leak theory. Remember at the beginning of the pandemic, he said, no, 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 this couldn't possibly be the case. This does not exhibit any of the signs of a lab-created virus. It obviously it obviously was something that evolved in the wild and jumped from an animal to a human. He waged this entire campaign to discredit the lab leak theory, even though we have evidence in emails that he thought that it was a plausible theory. This guy is like the epitome of a supervillain. I can't even stand watching him on TV now with his like turtlenecks that he started wearing and his supervillain face. He originally, Fauci denied that the NIH funded the gain of function experimentation that was happening on bat-derived coronaviruses in the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. He just flatly denied that the NIH funded this. Even though we have the documentation, we know that the NIH gave money to EcoHealth Alliance, that's Peter Daszak, who still has me blocked on Twitter, who then gave that money to Dr. Xi, who's known as the bat lady at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And she used that to conduct these dangerous experiments on gain of function. Fauci just lied as if we can't read this stuff for ourselves, as if we are stupid. He lied about it. He should be prosecuted, by the way, because he didn't just lie to you and me about it. He lied to Senator Rand Paul in the Senate, and that is a crime. He also defended gain of function research. Now, gain of function research is essentially biochemical warfare research. We all know this. We know that when there was this convention against biochemical warfare or biological warfare, that the way that countries got around this agree this global agreement is they said, oh, we're just 
researching to prevent a global pandemic. We're doing preemptive vaccine research so that we can respond in the event that this happens. Wink, wink, nod, nod. We all know that gain-of-function research juices up a virus in order to make it more transmissible and more fatal to humans. That's what the Wuhan Institute of Virology was doing with your money and my money given to them by Dr. Fauci. But Dr. Fauci defended this. He admitted that it was dangerous and that it could be the cause of a global pandemic, but he said we should still do it. Okay. Because Fauci's God, according to Fauci. This was just two years before the United States banned gain-of-function research and prohibited our money from funding it. And yet, of course, the NIH gave money anyway to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, pretending that they weren't, they didn't realize that that was happening. The NIH, by the way, you would think that the moment that that story broke, the NIH funding through EcoHealth Alliance to the Wuhan Institute of Virology obviously would have stopped, right? No, 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 no. The NIH only recently, I'm talking this month, August of 2022, told EcoHealth Alliance that the, uh, funding that they were getting that was going to the Wuhan Institute of Virology was going to be terminated. This was the reason for failure to meet award terms and conditions requiring provision of records to NIH upon request. The bat lady was still getting her money. Two and a half years later. Dr. Fauci is the most corrupt individual in this entire nation. I can't think of any individual who has actively harmed people more than Dr. Fauci was, has in our country, in our country's modern history. Dr. Fauci has inflicted harm on more people. Am I missing anybody? Is there anybody who's inflicted more harm, actual physical harm? I'm talking the side effects of the vaccine. I'm talking about suicide and mental health from lockdowns. I'm talking about missed doctor's appointments and surgeries and cancer detection because People weren't allowed to go to the hospital because Dr. Fauci shut it down. Is there any person in modern history in our country who's actually physically harmed as many people as Dr. Fauci has? I, I can't think of a single person. I can't think of a single person. And then, of course, all of these, these interventions that the government forced upon us in the name of COVID, Dr. Fauci was behind, particularly masking. Dr. Fauci's flip-flopping on masking is legendary. Now, I love Genucel plant stem cell therapy. I've used it all over my face, under my eyes, and it cleared up the dry flakiness and even reduced my forehead lines. Someone even asked if I had work done. No, no, just Genucel. Thank you. That, my friends, is a testimonial from Samantha, who lives in Arcadia, California, raving about her transformative results. Genucel has sold over 1 million products to women and men across this great country of ours who love the results. Fine lines, forehead wrinkles, dark spots, sagging jawline, and even those annoying bags and puffiness, gone without risky procedures, and with Genucel's immediate effects product, you will get guaranteed results in as little as 12 hours, or you can get your money back. Now you too can see the difference for yourself with 65% off their most popular packages at Genucel.com. That is a great deal. Every most popular package includes a free month supply of the original Genucel under eye bags and puffiness treatment. Just visit my URL. It's Genucel.com slash Liz and enter my promo code Liz at checkout for an extra special discount. Order today and get their summer essential dark spot corrector absolutely free. Just go to genucel.com slash Liz. It's spelled G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Liz. That's genucel.com slash Liz. So the most, the biggest, the most horrible lie of them all is the masks. 
It's not the most damaging, but it's the most obvious. It's the most disrespectful. It's the most in your face, Fauci looking you in the eye and saying, I think you're an idiot. I know I said you don't need masks and now I'm gonna force your kids to mask in school forever. We have an email Dr. Fauci sent at the beginning of the COVID outbreak where he admitted to someone who asked him, should I be wearing a mask? He actually admitted, this is what he said. Masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring infection. That's Dr. Fauci's email. And yet, what did he impose on us? He told people who were riding bikes by themselves that they had to wear masks. He made your kids, your kindergartner, your preschooler wear masks all day in school. There are CDC studies that show that masks have little to no efficacy against the COVID-19 virus. Dr. Fauci ignored the harms that masking cause, the harms to health, children, the, the amount of carbon dioxide that children inhale, the, the limited amount of oxygen that they inhale, what this does to the content of oxygen in their blood. He ignored the harms to verbal development, to, to social development, to understanding people's nonverbals. This is, this is a pivotal part of the social development of young children. Fauci doesn't care. He simply doesn't care. He wants to force people to mask forever. And then lockdowns, Fauci claimed that a few weeks of lockdown, a few weeks of quarantine would stop COVID. He never considered what a lockdown would actually do. That not only would it not stop the spread of a virus because most people get COVID from people in their own households, but the other effects. He took no consideration of what social isolation would do to people. The detrimental impacts that it would have on mental health. The fact that if you don't go to the hospital for a surgery, even if it's considered an elective surgery, my sister tore her ACL last year. Technically, that's elective surgery. That's a really serious orthopedic problem. And if you don't take care of it, 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 it's not only hurt, it affects your quality of life. She's a collegiate athlete. She wouldn't have been able to play. But an elective surgery, hospitals canceled that. They canceled cancer screenings. If you don't detect cancer early, then you have a higher chance of fatality because the cancer will be more advanced by the time you detect it. But doctor's offices closed because they were told social distancing, they were told lockdowns. Fauci took none of that into consideration. He took, he took into consideration nothing regarding the correlation between someone's finance, between losing your job, and the impact it actually has, not just on the quality of your life, but on the longevity of your life. How financial hardship and losing your job cause you to lose years off your life. And this, of course, doesn't take into consideration the liberty aspect. Does the government have a right to tell us that we can't go to church, that we have to wear a mask? That we, that we aren't essential workers and we have to shut down our businesses. No, they have no liberty to do that. They have no authority to compromise our liberty by doing that. By the way, a British study found that because of lockdowns, the Office for National Statistics in the UK shows that around 1,000 more people than usual are currently dying each week from conditions other than the virus. So this is all-cause mortality the number of people, the excess deaths in all-cause mortality is a greater number than the number of people dying from COVID, which means the number of people dying from things imposed by the government on the people in the name of COVID are killing more people than the viruses. Lockdowns, vaccines, yep, killing more people than the virus. Fauci ignored that. He also ignored therapeutics that were actually effective against COVID-19, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin. He completely demonized them. He told you if you took ivermectin, that you were taking a cow medication. He said hydroxychloroquine. He likened that to fishbowl cleaner. 
waged an entire media war against that. He actually encouraged remdesivir, which is so harmful, so deadly. It's those things, by the way. Remember those things. We're going to talk about whether Fauci belongs in prison or whether he should just lose his medical license and be basically booted from polite society. Remember those things when we come back to that conversation in a minute. And then the vaccines. He was behind this experimental mRNA vaccine, which was imposed, it it was forced on people under threat of not being allowed in society, not being allowed to shop, not being allowed in school, not being allowed at work, even when it was just emergency use authorization. Before it was FDA approved, even by the way, it's technically FDA approved, but the version of the vaccine that's FDA approved hasn't ever even been produced. It's not what you're getting jabbed with if you get this vaccine. What you're getting jabbed with is still the emergency use authorization form of this vaccine. He claimed it was 94% effective. It was not. It was not. He claimed it was safe. He said it was necessary for everyone so that you stopped the spread, so that you could be a dead end, so that even if it's not, even if you're not at high risk, you're preventing getting it to prevent spreading it to someone who is at high risk. He ignored myocarditis. He ignored blood clots. He ignored ignored menstrual problems that women across the country were vocally concerned about. Infertility problems in men, by the way, a reduction in sperm count, completely ignored. The deaths that happened as a result of the vaccine, completely ignored, told you it was safe. You had to get it. He doesn't understand people who doesn't get it. Your children should get it. Your babies should get it. And then you should get boosted when it doesn't work and boosted again and boosted again. By the way, the vaccine does not prevent you from contracting the virus. It doesn't prevent infection. It doesn't prevent you from transmitting the virus, which of course defeats any justification. It's putting liberty aside for a second. It ignores any practical justification for a universal vaccine policy or mandate, whether it's a policy that simply encourages everyone to get a vaccine or a mandate. There's no justification for such a policy if a vaccine doesn't prevent you from contracting or transmitting a virus. Why should someone like me, who's at low risk of the virus, who's already had it, so I have natural immunity, why should I get it to protect someone else if it doesn't prevent me from getting it and passing it to that person? But Dr. Fauci never changed his tune. When we realized the vaccine didn't prevent you from getting the virus or transmitting the virus, he never changed his mind on the universal vaccination policy. That's fraud. That's medical malpractice. That's actively harming people by putting fear in their minds and using government in his position of power to coerce people to do something dangerous. People's family members, people lost family members because of what Dr. Fauci did. He encouraged vaccine mandates, which are authoritarian. What power does the government not have over your life, your family, and your own body if they can force you to take an experimental medical procedure that you don't want to take? Fauci says, I am the science. This is the sign of a narcissist. He talked about having himself being the Fauci effect. He said, young people are entering medical school because they see me as integrity. They see me as medicine and they want to be like me. (laughs) What? What? The sign of a narcissist. The sign of a narcissist. By the way, if you haven't subscribed to this show, please do so. Go over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and click subscribe. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Liz Wheeler Show. Hit that subscribe button. Also on YouTube, hit the bell so that we can notify you every time we have a new episode for you. Fauci is setting up our country for technocracy. We know Fauci's a partisan leftist. He admitted so in his, his closing statement here, his announcement that he was quitting by saying what he's most proud of is serving with Joe Biden. 
oh my goodness, the honor, the legacy. He's a partisan leftist, but technocracy is part of the Marxist plan for our nation. Technocracy means that we are ruled, our society is ruled by the so-called experts. That you and I, if we are not infectious disease experts, if we have not been given this degree or this position, then we have no authority to speak on any issue, that our opinions don't matter. It's only the opinions of the experts that matter, that should run our lives, that should control us. This technocracy is what Fauci is trying to create when he says, I am the science, when he is dismissive of us, the American people, but anybody who contradicts him. He's trying to create a technocracy. He's putting in place a government structure that will rule a Marxist society once the attacks, the, the Marxist attacks on our culture have successfully collapsed our free society. So his legacy is he's corrupt. He's wrong about everything. Bad at his job. He profits off of shady deals. He's a control freak who thinks of himself as the kingmaker, the science, and he has a chokehold on everyone. And he's a partisan leftist Marxist who is actively part of imposing technocracy on us, of creating a system of government where the left are the arbiters of truth. And if you are not an arbiter of truth, then mm, your opinion doesn't matter. You shouldn't really talk. You're spreading disinformation. You're hurting people. The Republicans in Congress can't let Fauci get away with this. They can't ignore accountability just because he's quitting. First of all, Fauci has arguably committed crimes against humanity. What Fauci has done with this vaccine, the left will tell you it's controversial to say, but it's not. You can look at the data yourself. This vaccine is eminently harmful. It doesn't protect you against COVID. It doesn't protect others against COVID. And the side effects are severe. No, not everyone's going to die, but a lot of people have died. We don't even know the long-term impacts of this vaccine on autoimmune issues. All of the young men who got myocarditis, heart inflammation, that's not something that you just get and then dismiss and say, oh, it's over. That causes lasting damage. We don't even know how serious that damage is going to be. Fauci's committed medical malpractice. His medical license should absolutely be revoked. But the thing he should be prosecuted for the most that Congress must hold him accountable for are crimes against humanity, using this vaccine, using his position in government to lie, to commit the medical malpractice that harms people, to profit from a vaccine that is harming people. If we don't hold Fauci accountable, then what will happen is what happened when we didn't hold the FBI accountable. The FBI abused their power. They weaponized the federal government against President Trump because they didn't like President Trump. And Republicans didn't hold the FBI accountable. And so what happened? Well, the FBI was emboldened. They weaponized the power of the federal government again to target Trump again by raiding Mar-a-Lago because they don't like President Trump. This is what will happen with Dr. Fauci if the Republicans in Congress don't hold him accountable. Sure, we might be rid of Fauci himself, but another Fauci will pop up. 
The left will be emboldened if we allow Fauci to get away with what he's done. Congress not only has a role of investigation and oversight, they also, believe it or not, a lot of congressmen and women forget this, they have the power to legislate. Oh, I guess they don't think about that anymore because they just defer to the administrative state to make all the rules. Congress can legislate the separation of government and big pharma. They can prohibit what Fauci did. They can ban government employees who dole out money from profiting from the people to whom they give the money, especially when it's taxpayer money that they're giving. They can limit the power of public health officials. They can abolish the administrative state. Congress can take an active role, an oversight role, an investigative role, and a legislative role to address Dr. Fauci and hold him accountable for what he's done and prevent it from happening again. The problems that need to be fixed are at the FDA, the CDC, the NIH, and it's the collusion between those agencies and big pharma and public health. Congress should investigate this. The, the, the scientific research money tied to ideology is the greatest threat to the, the health of the American people, well, since the mRNA vaccine. So should Fauci be in prison? That's the million dollar question. Should Fauci be charged, be prosecuted, be convicted, and be imprisoned? Yes, obviously. This isn't a controversial answer to a controversial question. Of course he should be. He's committed fraud to the point of killing people, to profit in power and money. Obviously he should be in prison. Maybe the real million dollar question is, will he face accountability? Will he be charged? Will he be convicted? And will he be sent to prison? And the answer to that, I guess, is up to the Republicans in Congress and we will have to find out. By the way, I'm heading back on tour with the Young America's Foundation. I'm coming to a college near you if you invite me to your college. We have a few spots left for this fall semester. So if you are at school right now or your child or your grandchild is at a college, particularly a leftist college, then you can invite me to speak. Go to yaf.org slash Liz. It's yaf.org slash Liz. And I mean, we have a great time. We talk about the topics of the day. We expose the leftist bias the, the Marxist infiltration of college campuses right in front of your leftist professors and your leftist classmates. yaf.org slash Liz. I would love to come speak with you. That's all I can say, yaf.org slash Liz. Invite me. I'll be on tour really shortly. All right, over on Locals, we're gonna talk about Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg wrote a strongly worded letter, a rude letter to airline CEOs. And we're gonna talk about why that letter is stupid and what the real problem that Buttigieg is willfully ignoring really is. That's lizwheelershow.com slash locals, lizwheelershow.com slash locals. You can use my promo code access to watch for free for a month, lizwheelershow.com slash locals. All right. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is the Liz Wheeler Show. If you haven't already, give this video a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button below, and ring the bell to make